0: so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to
1: Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. My name is Tony Grebmeyer and imagine for a moment we took money off the table. I'm excited to hear from today's guest. She's got some amazing things in the works. One of her current projects is Epic Love, a deep dive into relationships, healing and self-love. She has some courses on that. She's got an amazing podcast, number one in multiple categories, self-help, health. Uh, It's in Spanish. We're going to get into that today. It's really reinvent yourself. And I love this. This is a passion topic for me because I think every day is an opportunity for us to work on ourselves and to get better. Epic Love also guides you and those experiencing profound romantic loss to a place of peace and healing. Recent success includes her hit podcast, Reinvent Yourself, which is also, like I said, the number one podcast in Spanish. We're going to do our best to help make it number one in English. Please welcome to the show today's guest all the way from Mexico, Esther Ederaldi.
2: Hey, I'm happy to you? be here.
1: Thank you so much for being a guest coming on the show. I'm excited for you today and for us to kind of go on a little bit of a journey. But the question out the gate is yeah. what is your definition of success?
2: All right. My definition from success has changed many times in the past five years. But as for today, I would say that success to me feels, uh, feels like, well, it's the feeling you get when you're at peace with yourself where you are. Like in your body, like how things, like without changing anything, if you manage to be at peace with your situation, even when you are still striving to attain other things and money and love and relationships and, and things, and even a spirituality, if you can be at peace with yourself at the present moment, you are already being successful because that will lead you to attain everything everything you want but first you have to take care of how you feel inside of like your body.
1: I like that. I think Esther you did a great job giving us a lot to unpack today as we get ready to you know walk up success mountain and really help people today understand I mean just reading the intro to you a deep dive into relationships healing and self-love you're talking about peace within and you know running a podcast a course so before we get into all that, I want to just kind of know a little bit about your upbringing, where you're from, uh,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then we'll we'll kind of keep fast pacing to the top of Success Mountain today.
2: All right. So I was born and raised in Mexico City. I was born Catholic as 90% of Mexicans or maybe 95% of Mexicans. <laughs> and then things starting to change when I turned 14. I was first invited to this Bible study and that was kind of, Uh, weird for me. I was very resistant, very hesitant to go, very annoyed by the invitation even. But I happened to go anyway, and I loved it. It showed me like the first taste of like self-improvement from like a spiritual point of view. And I was fascinated by it. I was very independent in my decisions to like learn and, and read. And I would like start making like bookmarks on a Bible and doing all these things by myself. My mom thought it was super weird. She actually got super scared that I was like doing something um, (laughs) scary or whatever. And, but that led me to, to want to go on trips as a missionary. And so my first big moment when I realized that I could do more things with my life was when I was 15 and I, was able to go to India on a mission trip. And even though right now, like if I had a 15 year old, I wouldn't like actually send her on a mission trip like that. For me at the time was a crazy experience that allowed me to grow so much because I was super afraid. I was super homesick. I was crying all the time. I was super afraid of like the distance and, the immensity of the world. But at first I was super confident. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to India. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to help all these people. But I didn't really know how it was going to feel. And then when I was already there and it was feeling very scary, I was like, oh, shit, like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. But I was already there. Right. And I was super far away and I didn't have money to come back. So I had to make it happen for a month. And by the end of the month, I was like totally like another person, not, not for other reasons, just because, just because I saw myself overcome it. Like it was very extreme at the beginning, how I hated it. And then it was very extreme at the end, how I loved it. And so I was like, Oh, I guess like if I pull through, even when it feels horrible I can make it something good and so that gave me resilience to my emotions time happened and and then I decided to go on an internship after high school and then that's when I had like another big moment it was like a year commitment and the same thing happened like I was like oh my gosh like why did I do this this is so horrible (laughs) And then I was like, ah, oh, by the end of the year, I was like, I can't believe this is ending, you know? And so it gave me like a bigger picture of like, oh, in a, in a year, I can also see myself go through different stages when I'm trying to, you know, find myself in the process of achieving a goal which was super interesting to me as well. So I came back to Mexico. That internship was actually in the states. That's where I learned like English. And so I came back and nothing was clicking with my family anymore. My family was like, "Oh my gosh, you're so different. You're you are very americanized. Like you are not family oriented anymore. What the shit?" You know, like they were just very like out of their comfort zone with my ideas like just just the freedom that I was like embodying you know and so anyway time happened blah 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 and then let me bring it to the point where I had my first love that happened like when I was 24 like very late very late well very late to the normal standards Cause I had like crushes and stuff like that, but like the big romantic situation <laughs> happened when I was 24 and I was super sure that I had found the love of my life, something that I really, really wanted since I was very little playing with my Barbies and Teddy bears and stuff. Like I always thought, Oh, I'm going to have my one true love eventually. And it's going to be great. And it's going to be lovely. And it's just going to be the culmination of all my dreams. Right. And it, Started it like that. It was a super romantic story. But then five years after or five years forward, I found myself in a deep depression after a bad breakup. And that's where my third big break happened, like like mindset breakthrough happened. So I was super depressed and I was just remembering how I pulled through many times in the past. But it still it wasn't making sense because this time felt totally different, like just deeper, more dramatic, more just very overwhelming emotionally. And nobody understood what I was feeling. Everybody was just telling me to, like, get over it. It's going to be fine. Time is going to heal you. Don't be so dramatic. Stop repeating the same things, you know, things like that. And that's when I was like, well, like. I've been close to God. I've been a missionary and it's not helping. I've been like, I have family that loves me and it's not helping. I have many friends that love me and they are not helping. I have been through many times where I have pulled through and it's not helping what's going on. And so that's like when I got super, like I got this, like come to Jesus moment when I was like one night, in the middle of the night struggling with anxiety and insomnia and i was smoking like a chimney because that was the only thing that could like relax me for like two minutes and so that's when i was kind of like starting to be afraid of like myself like feeling very restless inside my body not only because of the sad ending of a relationship that i thought it was gonna last a lifetime but I started to realize how I felt like such a failure everywhere else. Like I didn't have money. I had gone to college and I was a graphic designer. I didn't want a job. So I was trying to be a freelancer, but it wasn't really working. I was living with my parents, which in Mexico is not so weird because I wasn't married. So I was living with my parents, which is very expected. But my relationship with them was kind of strained because of like different just mindsets. Like that, you know, the thing that I was telling you that it started when I came back from the US, like that kind of went on for like a decade. (laughs) And it was just nothing in my life satisfied me. Like my body, I felt kind of like ugly, fat, inadequate, you know, everything was just off. My body, my relationship with God, my relationship with my ex-boyfriend, my relationship with friends and family because they didn't get me, all these things. So now looking back, that's when I'm like, well, the big issue that brought all this anxiety and this restless situation is because I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. Mm -hmm. I wasn't comfortable by myself. I was very antsy, very, just very overwhelmed by everything that I was thinking. But there was no clarity because I was thinking everything all at once and I just couldn't swallow that terrible future you know that I was picturing for myself and yeah so that's all my upbringing up to the point where I have like my big aha that happened one night when I started I was reading a book that is a very very old book it's called the power of praise and I was very resistant also to read that book because the title said nothing to me I was like what is this but somebody that I really trust recommended it to me so I was like okay I'm just gonna read this I can't sleep anyway. I had very bad case of insomnia. And so I was reading that book and it talks about the power of gratitude. Something that I have heard for like <laughs> forever, right? Like You should be thankful. You should, you should say thanks to God, to your parents, to everybody. You know, it's good manners. It's common sense. A good girl says thank you. But in that book actually talks about the power of gratitude as a tool like as a tool to pick yourself up. And I was like, okay, this is weird. But then I kept reading, I kept reading, and I was talking about how you can say thanks for the good things and also the bad things. If you say thanks for the good things, then you allow that to expand, like universal laws, whatever, right? And that makes sense to me. But when you say thanks about something bad, then you allow that thing to actually transform before your eyes. And so that night, I did that. It was very cathartic. It was just a very, very strong experience. I was crying. I was saying thanks for all the bad things that I was telling you about, like the whole not feeling good with myself, in my body, with my life, with my future. I thought maybe I was wrong by studying the career I chose, all these things. And that night, like something very weird happened. I started feeling a lot better. Like the, my heart rate slowed down. So I was able to sleep. And the next day, everything in my life was the same, like very dramatic and very complicated to resolve. But I was feeling at peace. And so with a peaceful mindset, I was able to start planning how to get out of the hole, Right. And so I start feeling successful that night because I was like, oh, I'm out of that anxiety. Like my heart is not like pounding, you know, inside, inside my body. Because I was like, how can I sleep if I feel like my heart, my heartbeat, even like, what's the name of this part? (laughs) Temple? Yeah, like right there. I would like lay down and I was feeling like, you know, like my vein just like pulsing. And I was like, how can I sleep with that, you know? but that night that went away because uh, I was able to what I know now raise my vibration and change the way I was feeling. And then I was able to just kind of like, okay, like let me see what I can fix first, you know? And then I was able to just uh, like order my ideas, order my feelings, start healing, start changing little things. But I was feeling so, different than before and that's why when you when you said like what's the definition of success like i want to like if you feel at peace inside of your body you're already being successful cuz you can change whatever situation as long as you can rest inside of yourself and no you can-
1: absolutely and i and i you did a lot there to take us through a journey and that's that's why i love the show like i don't have to talk a lot i just get to hear a lot of what's being said and I wrote down a bunch of just words to describe kind of the conversation we just had. There were moments from time, no money to a freelance career to family questioning what happened, where'd you go? You came back a totally different person. Gratitude is a tool, struggle, with depression, tons of experiences. I'm, I'm not good with my life, my body, feeling different moments of success and also now vibrations and you know, no longer in the smoking mindset. You know, you now now you're dealing with life. You're feeling and you're talking about it. But you also talked about, you know, from your first love. You talked about uh, in moments. Then in five years after that, being completely depressed. I mean, we we just covered a lot of ground. And so, what I want to do is just take a quick little break to let everything kind of sink in. And when we come back, just really allow you to kind of just take us down this this road because with your podcast and your courses, Epic Love and, and, you know, how you're reinventing yourself and I believe that's possible to all of us. I love what you talked about. Gratitude is is the thing I live by. I wake up every single morning in an attitude of gratitude and I go to bed every single night thankful for what I got to experience in the day and I look forward by planting seeds, you know, in my subconscious so that I can go to bed and wake up to another grateful morning of just being, you know, where I'm at in the moment and The journey is not a straight line, it's squiggly, it it sometimes looks like a circle. You're you're struggling so much. But then there's moments where it's so straight, you're like, I got that. But then you have to be prepared, like even coming down Success Mountain from just things that you can't see. You can't see everything that's coming your way. But in your mind, when your attitude is right, everything else works itself out. So Esther, I just want to say thank you so much for just sharing who you are and a little bit about your journey and unpacking years from 14 feeling uncertain about going to india and 15 you know coming back and having that wow like i can do this and then wanting to serve and and your your love for faith and god and and i'm just grateful you're here today and i can't wait to learn more about you when we return right here on the be fulfilled podcast show since tony's
0: taking a break i figured we could take one check this out here's an interesting fact A condition called synesthesia can cause senses to overlap. So in other words, some people can taste words and hear colors. I wonder what colors you're hearing now. What do these words taste like? Well, interesting information. More than likely useless. Unless you're a synesthete. Now let's get back to the useful information. Here's Tony. All right, we are
1: back on the Be Fulfilled podcast show talking about how you can deep dive seriously into relationships, healing and self-love and the importance of kind of what Esther's talking about today. She took us on a, just an amazing journey up success mountain. I was stretching to hang on because she talks fast and she's, she's got this conviction about her. That that's what I love about people is that when you're passionate about what you love and, and it's heartfelt and you just do it, it's just like you could do this all day, every day because you love where you're at, the space that's been created and, and, and how you get to move through everything I love the fact that you have a podcast that is number one in multiple categories in Latin America and it's really about reinvent yourself and I want anybody listening right now to think about where you're at on your journey and Esther talked a little bit about this before break and then we'll get back into more questions with Esther. Where you're at in your journey right now may not be where you you thought you would be. But just remember that you got here despite everything. And if you can get in this moment that one idea that you can become and do anything, then you've got all the gifts and talents ready. There's people like Esther out there to help you get through things that you're going through in life. Because she's a Sherpa for the rest of the way down today. She's the guide. She's the one taking us on the journey. And that's all people are for us. They're just messengers. I believe God sent all of these people to help me along my journey and then my job and my obligation is to flip the script and then go and return that same thing that was given to me, right? You can't keep it as they say, you must give it away. So Esther, thank you so much for being here today. Just want to say it's awesome. Have a chance to spend a little bit of time with you. There's, there's so much we could deep dive into from your podcast to your course and I want to make sure that everybody understands you can go online and you can literally type in Esther, E S T H E and her last name is I-T-U-R-R-A-L-D-E and you can find her website. You can find millions of articles and photos and everything that's been typed up about her and how she's really helping people. But Esther, thank you for being a guest today on the Be Fulfilled Show.
2: Thank you for the space. I'm loving it.
1: So, let's talk about your course first, Epic love. I'd love to know. It sounds like you needed it for yourself. And then once you found it, you wanted to help others. That's what it sounds like just from just listening to you.
2: Yes. Well, the course actually shows the process that I went through intuitively, but then I looked back and I kind of like put it in order, like what worked, what didn't work. Right. Cause I wanted to actually be the Sherpa for people that maybe were in those nights of insomnia where I once was. Right. And so Epic love was the name was there because of my desire to have this big love, like the desire of uh, the right conscious romantic relationship was ingrained in me even after heartbreak. And so I went through this process of healing and then I went into this process of opening myself again to find that one true love that I always wanted. Then I went through this process of finding that person and actually marrying him. And now I'm in that process of being married to that one person that I absolutely love, but that is a totally different world, like inside his head. And so it's been just such a journey that I want to share with others, so that they can see that it is not easy, but it's incredibly amazing. I don't know what, what word to use. It's just so good, even though sometimes it hurts a lot, right? And so I was like, look, I'm, I really want to help people that are going through what I went through, and I just want to say that at the very beginning, after my my whole changing my mindset, healing my heart, I became a life coach. I totally believe that's my true vocation. And after that, I just thought, well, maybe I, I will help entrepreneurs. And I was helping people have opened their businesses and things like that, just because I managed to have a lot of success after that with my own branding business. I told you I went to college to be a graphic designer, so I had a branding business. And it was very successful. So I I just thought maybe I can help other people as a coach to kind of like, understand what their true vocation is but that didn't flow like it, it was okay but it wasn't like super fulfilling to me up to the point where i was like look the whole romantic journey that's personal to me like i really know what that can do for your life or take away when you just don't know like can't differentiate your feet from your head like when it comes to romantic situations and so that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to do this course and I'm going to separate it in four. So Epic Love is a series of four courses. The first one is Epic Heart is exactly for when you're going through a break, breakup, a bad one, infidelity, abuse, or just like, you know, the person you were going to marry and everything went sideways or whatever. And then the next one is called Epic Self, how to manifest the love of your, of your life uh, through loving yourself the third one is epic promise is like a pre-marriage course and then the last one is epic life like how to make a lot and how to how to create an epic life with your partner like through the years and so anyway it's been really really fulfilling to be able to help people that are just feeling very anxious and very afraid of what's coming and think they're going to stay alone forever they they will never recover from what the humiliation that happened, or just, just the loss of that thing that you thought was going to last forever. And I have found that many of them feel that way, but it uncovers that they're truly not happy with their lives, mm-hmm. just like me. It's like kind of like the tip of the iceberg is the breakup, but the breakup was manifested and created by many other codependencies. And so
1: what's like your relationship like today with your family after all these years and all the work that you've gone through?
2: It's, it's very good with my, with my brothers and my sister and with my parents. It's, it's very good as long as we have, as long as I have very healthy boundaries. And it's because I think one of the reasons is cultural because Mexican cultures are just very like intertwined like that we want to be a part of everything you know and it's just kind of hard when you believe different things uh because people take it very personal mm. they if they love you they fear you're wrong and they want to control you know and this is just very hard to set boundaries with Mexican families and my mom is a very passionate woman I love her to that and i love she, I know she loves me to that but when you feel like you know the best thing for me is blue but you think it's red and it's kind of like difficult. So, I had to get my own apartment five years ago when everything started and that was like a key decision to allow me to have the space to reinvent myself.
1: Well, you said you said boundaries and I think healthy boundaries and creating space so that you can also blossom and grow and thrive on your own and, and break free or the cocoon I feel like so many of us are stuck in is we're we're in our parents version of what our life should be instead of really I like that the whole reinvention or the reinventing of what our life should be for ourselves and you did some deep work and it sounds like you're continuously doing deep work and then being a life coach and helping others to do the same that's why I wanted to ask a little bit about your course epic love and then I love the fourth I love epic life I love the whole concept of like that's what we're here for is to live an epic life we weren't here to be sad and depressed and live in this like space of like uncertainty, we were, we were here and designed to thrive and I wanna live an epic life and, and I, I, I love it. And the reason why I'm asking about your family is because a lot of my identity growing up was from my parents and mm. what they wanted for me. And then I love my parents, but I also am my own self. I have my parents with me, meaning they're, they're I'm made up of my parents, but I also have to create my own life. And what I ultimately want to do is to be happy. And, and thank you just for just eloquently just putting it all there. And I love the tip of the iceberg because so many people don't see the whole iceberg. They see the, just the tip. They don't understand all of the stuff that goes on. They think, oh, it looks so peaceful. Esther didn't have a good five years, so Esther moved on, right? But they don't know all of it. They just know what they see. And that's why I'm, I'm excited that you're sharing today because it, it helps people to realize you're doing the work and so many people don't want to do the work because they're afraid of being hurt. I'm like, you've already been hurt. The only thing that come from this is, is, is letting go of all the pain and frustration and go find true love and go find that, that epic love that you wanted. And it sounds like with your, your husband now and there's passion, there's love, there's understanding. You know, you said what, what's going on in his head. You don't really know all of it, but you know what's going on in his heart. And that's really what matters so I just want to say thank you for sharing that. Can you talk a little bit about your podcast and where the whole reinvent yourself? I mean, I I think it's on the same thread or fabric as Epic Love, but Mm -hmm. you you had to do some work to get it to number one. It wasn't like you just put out a podcast today and just go, okay, I hope it gets there. It's number (laughs) one in multiple categories. Tell me a little bit about how that happened for you.
2: Well, everything started as a desire to speak my truth. Like it it was really that, like I found myself like having a coaching client for like, you know, a session, a 60 minute session, extending it to like three hours just because I couldn't stop talking, you know, and I couldn't stop helping and giving them examples and, and walking them through this process, like very enjoying every minute of it. But then I realized that the reason why I was extending my session so long is because I had a lot to say. And so I was like, well, like I can't do this with my coaching sessions. I need to find another outlet and maybe I can serve many more people that feel the same way and that have the same fears. So I choose, I chose to have a podcast just because I really, I really like talking when I'm walking. It's just like this thing where, well, right now you see me sitting and I can flow just right, but because I'm with you. But if I'm by myself, just like being inspired, I like to move around. So I was like, well, I can't do a a YouTube channel, (laughs) you know, if I'm walking around. And so I decided just to have a podcast and also because I'm a very avid consumer of podcasts myself and everything I hear is in English. And I was like, oh, maybe I can be the one to start good content in Spanish. And that's key for the success of of the podcast. Latin American countries are not very used to podcasts just yet. And so there's not a lot of competition. But also you have to break through the technology barriers. Like, what is a podcast? How do I play it? How long is it? This is weird, you know? Like people just, just are starting to get it. So, but anyway... The point is that I was like, yes, I'm going to do this podcast. It's going to be great. I'm going to interview awesome people that probably have very good stories of reinvention because people are doing something awesome. They weren't born just doing that or thinking that way. They had to go through something. And yes, of course, when I started like checking people that I was like, oh my gosh, this person is doing something awesome. I wonder how he got there or she got there. And so I would text them or contact them, however. And then eventually interviewing them, like they started just sharing, yes, many heartbreaks, many like um, encounters with diseases or like health scares, losses of like loved ones, like unexpected death or unexpected accidents or natural disasters, just big moments of like, like, things need to change. This is, is never going to be the same. Many money, like issues, like I was struggling up to the point where I decided to stop struggling and things started changing. And so, yeah, like I was like, this is going to be great. I'm just going to bring all the stories and actually tell them in a way that the audience can see that you can do it too. Because this person went through hell and back to be, be doing what he or she is doing right now. So I try with my interviews, I try to be very empathic and ask the questions that the audience would make. Like, how did that feel? Like I ask that's my most common question. Whenever somebody's telling me about like a great thing that happened or a horrible thing that happened, I always ask them, How did you, how did you feel? And they're like, well, bad. And I'm like, no, no, but how bad? Desperate, anxious, uh, wanting to eat, wanting to drink, wanting to leave the country. (laughs) How did you feel? Because I want the audience to know that whatever they're feeling in their darkest hour, it's okay and it's normal and it happens. And also the same person that felt very depressed, very, very low can also tell you that two years after he was feeling fulfilled at peace, happy with a word of possibilities in the future. And so in an episode, you can actually see yourself in the mirror and know that if it's possible for this person, it's possible for you as well. But you have to be brave. You have to do the work. You have to feel the feelings. Like in Epic the the most thing that I say when I'm launching my course is that it is a course for brave people. You have to be brave. It's going to hurt. I'm going to ask you to... To just dig inside your heart for when you were first rejected or not enough or bullied or criticized or humiliated is going to hurt because you're going to find many of those things in your childhood. Maybe problems with your family, with your parents, with school, friends, whatever. And it's going to bring up a lot of insecurities, a lot of like things that you just bur- buried without feeling it. And so in order to actually heal your heart, you will have to go deep that rabbit hole. You have to be brave for that. And it's going to bring up a lot of feelings. Many of those are going to be bad. But as long as you feel them in a safe environment, you will be able to release them and then transform it. And that's why in the podcast, I talk a lot about feelings. So I do interviews with successful people that are doing wonderful things. And also I have solo episodes where I talk a lot as if I'm doing like a group coaching session when, where I share tools and just ask questions, you know, to, to help people just, just wonder, you know, in their own stories, how this might be manifesting or happening or whatever.
1: Well, you know what, Esther? There's a lot that you shared today and I want the audience to make sure that they get a chance to check out everything you're doing. So we'll put in the show notes links so you can go check out Epic Love and also the podcast, Reinvent Yourself. Can you say it in Spanish?
2: Reinventate.
1: So I asked her just to make sure you, she said that for you because I there's <laughs> no way I'm even going to attempt that.
2: I do, I do have like four episodes in English if people are interested. The titles are in English, so you can find them there. Two of them with my husband is very insightful.
1: So. I think it's great and, and you covered so much today and what I like to say is like you struck the match and lit the flame, right? You didn't light the whole pack on fire, you just lit the first one and right? And the one light touches another and it, it gets brighter and so thank you for doing that today and for sharing and what I want to do is bring you into the fulfillment round. There's a couple ground rules. Uh, no phone a friend, you can't call your husband, you can't Google. If you don't know, I ask that you just give me your best answer. Um, Don't say pass. Please don't say pass. I've only had one person ever say pass and it wasn't fun. Um, Uh, (laughs) And then um, my whole goal is just for the world to get to know you a little bit, a little different than maybe what they know you now as. And I just want to say thank you. And all I need from you is I am ready.
2: I'm ready.
0: And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine. No digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannica. And I promise, Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by shipoffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? All right. How do you feel about being a guest
1: on Be Fulfilled today? I loved it. Favorite dish you like to cook?
2: Oh, my gosh. Scramble eggs with veggies.
1: With veggies? Breakfast every
2: day. (laughs)
1: Do you put anything on top of it? Salsa? Do you put ketchup? Yes.
2: I love Tabasco Sriracha, which is like the mix. It's all in one. Tabasco Sriracha. And I always have bacon on the side and half an avocado. All right. I do ketogenic diet. So (laughs) that's
1: why. I love the keto diet. A book you've read that inspires you?
2: Oh my gosh. I have to go back to The Power of Praise because that was the book that kind of like opened the door for me.
1: If Hollywood... uh, Let's just say Hollywood's making a movie about you. Um, mm. Who would play you and why?
2: Who would play me? Oh, my gosh. I want to s- – her name is Rachel, and her last name is Bozeman, I think. I'm very bad with, with names, but she is the main character of the, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, that great TV show. Oh, she's yeah, 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 like a stand-up from the 50s or something.
1: Yeah, I've been wa- we've been watching that show. That's been that's I love been that good.
2: show and I love her. She's funny and also she can be very serious cuz I love her act in House of Cards and then there I feel like she would play me just right.
1: <laughs> I like that. All right, Hollywood's doing. It. Okay, uh when you are not working, what are some hobbies or things that you love to do?
2: <clears throat> I I've been going to CrossFit for the past four months. And it's been very challenging, very enlightening, and I'm actually loving it. But I'm loving something that sometimes I deeply hate, which is great because it stretches me and it just makes me uh, feel like I'm actually growing and changing my mindset of the things I can actually do and not do.
1: Well, I just want to say you made it through the fulfillment round. I appreciate your answers and also just for you being here today all the way from Mexico City. There's some news of you coming to the States and uh, relocating. So, that's exciting news for your husband and for you. So, thank you very much and I hope our paths cross again and on this journey of life, right? Like where I've been is not where I'm going unless I'm going in that direction. Where I'm going is taking steps every single day to be a better version of myself. And I want to say thank you for coming on today and sharing about Reinvent Yourself, your podcast. You can find it on uh, all the major platforms, the best in self-help and health and other categories. Also, you can learn more about Esther's course, Epic Love. The four little sessions that I, I think were so powerful is like you, you came with something and you're leaving empowered and that you have the ability today to go live an epic life. And so Esther, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much for being a guest today on the Beef of Hill podcast show.
2: Thank you for having me. It was very interesting meeting you.
1: Very much the same. And what I'd like to do is leave everybody with this. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day
0: of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever.